Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, there we are. That's what a day it's been, mate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to. A podcast where we talk about everything and nothing. Um, it features the stars of the show, two former rugby athletes that retired due to injury, um, probably still mm. be playing. If it wasn't for retrospective knees, necks, shoulders. Um, yeah. I'm Tom Shanklin. I'm David Flatman. Yep. Um, eight caps for England, seven off the bench. But I, a, lot, a lot of people say to me, I thought you played for England more than that. I thought you played for England more than that. And it's like, no, I should have. Um, but there was a lot of stuff going on, wasn't there, back then? It was a different political climate, wasn't it? Scandal, mate. Scandal. You had the Watergate scandal. Um, loads. Loads went on, didn't they? A lot of yeah, spies in the camp. And I suppose yeah. if, you, if your face don't fit the bill, mate. No, I remember. Which I remember, is strange, um, really, because you came from great upbringing. Um, you came from a middle to upper class background. Um, you know, there's only one direction you want to go, and that was rugger. Um you know, turn up to training in the right gear. You had your chinos, your deck shoes, your shirt, your pink jumper yeah. tied around your shoulder, your filofax yeah. under the arm. Um, Loads of bants. Mont Blanc pen. So. Loads of banter as well. Banter with like, and I was, I was doing bants before, you know. Max Evans. Well, I, put, I was, I was putting a Z on I was putting a Z on bants before Max Evans, yeah. Uh, he's on a quest at the moment to get Rigby's out to Portugal to do a podcast. And, um, yeah, he's got quite a little good marketing tool, mind. Um, what? His missus. Oh, yeah. That's all he's doing, mate. That's all he's doing is sending videos of his missus saying, Rig Biz, pod out here. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Okie dokes. I'm up for Life it. after rugby, mate. We all end up doing different stuff, don't we? <laughs> I'm you up know. for it. Um, yeah. Sold it to me. Nah, I'm joking. Um, look, before... I'm happy in Panath, mate. You know that. Before you get, before you have a go at me, before you uh, start giving me grief, what have you done? Uh, you sold your soul again? No, I'm on holiday again, boy. Get it while I'm you on can. Holiday again. Get it while you can. I'm on holiday again, fella. Mate, you are you're different to everyone else. You only get like in a normal year, fifty days holiday. So you know, yeah, take it while you can, mate, because yeah, you I mean, are I needed gonna be, it. I, you're going to be chock a block in 2021, mate. Um, yeah, I'd quite like to be, I'd like, quite like to be so busy that, um, it ruins my relationship with my children in 2021. That's what I'm hoping for. That sort of busyness. Do you want to get into the state, do you want to get into the state you got in a couple of years ago where you drove to Dundee in your car and just ate Toblerone all the way? Let me get to that. Yeah. I, w- I want to get, no, I want to get to where I got a couple of years ago where I got shingles. Yeah. And you know, just. If you can call someone else and cry down the phone, that that would help because you know what I'm like with um, with emotion. It's just yeah, unless it's anger, you're not having it, are you? <laughs> it's pissed and emotion. Nope. <laughs> unless All someone right. it, unless it, someone knocks it is only anger then. <laughs> it is only anger then. Um, uh, yeah. Hey, so look, I mean, well, I was in Devon for quite a long time, as you know, uh, really nice, and then got back. Kids went back Second to school. 
And I've um, left. I've left the children in Bath to go back to school it's and fine be in school. And I feel bad about it in a way, but it's not boarding school. It's boarding school. They look Cornwall. after them there. Jeepers! They look after them in boarding it's school. Day it's school. Fine. Right. Yeah. It's day school and night in um, brackets and night and evenings. Yeah. Mm. Um, but we're in a bl- blooming nice place, and we're all right. I've, I do have to. It was booked ages ago, so it's one of those things. But it's. I wanted to see it through and go because it'd be fun. But I do have to drive to. I'll get this fella right. So Wednesday we're doing a highlight show. Durders and Durders and I are doing the Channel Five highlight show. So that's great. Glad to be back at work. And um, we all got, are got got yeah got an email saying um, we're not going to go to London anymore on Wednesday, which is great news for me because I'm in Cornwall. Uh, we're actually gonna we might do the Exeter game. I'm like, oh guys, that would suit me down to the ground because I'm in Cornwall. Are oh, you? All oh, right, that works then. Tell you what, we'll do the Bath game a little bit further. But, you know, more on it, whatever. And then Durders, Posh Mark, has got some filming gig in Gatwick that afternoon. So basically, I've got to drive to, which is fine because I'm grateful, I've got to drive to the Stoop on Wednesday from Cornwall um, and back again because on Thursday, having lunch at the Hidden Hut, which is this really cool thing, uh, this really cool restaurant thingy where they do lunch on a cliff top. And of course it is. It's wicked. Flatman's going there. Uh, anyway... Um, so bit I've got, and then on Sunday, I'm Allianz Park. So I've done a few miles. Luckily I've, you know, um, yeah, it's part of the work. Taking steady though, and it? it's part, it's part of the job. All I, all I've taken from yeah. that is, um, Mark Durden Smith pulls rank over you. That's all I've, that's all I've really taken. Yeah, that, that's it. That's yeah. it. But I mean, he, he is the one of us. He's the one of the two that is actually got some other work at the moment. Cause I haven't. He, so I'm just a lovely article in the Guardian about you two. Um, wasn't quite sure of the title though, mate. I mean, really great article and agree with everything. But if it's an act, it's unsustainable. So is it an act is my question to you. No, I think uh, during the chat we had with Rob Kitson beforehand, mm. I remember saying It's like that a backhanded compliment. No, it's not. It's a quote. It quote it's a quote. Oh, okay, it's a sorry. quote from what I said. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I was like, actually, if you... You know, if you go on telly and have to try and become someone else, it probably will be get pretty old pretty quickly. So if you can't just be yourself all the time, yeah, you know, like you and I are just you know so it's really natural, completely natural. Um, whereas well, you, someone you like slipped Mark, up a bit exactly last week. You slipped up a bit last week. Start to see a bit of the true colours. When you're just talking about bars and stuff, and other stuff. I, you have to listen to it. You have to listen to episode thirty-five. I can't go into it again. Um, thinking well, about podcast. Been, I think about it. Yeah, I think about it. I've been talking about string fellows or something. I don't know. I can't. I can't remember. But uh, oh, yeah. I mean, look. Yeah. I mean, you used to go in there just for the food, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, great service, mate. Um, great service. Um, really good service. But anyway, yeah. but anyway, um, so I really enjoyed anyway. the article. I really enjoyed the article. Um, very good, and I, I have to agree with it entirely, mate. You know. Oh, you're good. Just you're good to me, mate. Keep acting, mate. Keep up the act because it's doing well. It's yeah, doing really well. If any people knew what I was really like, yeah. um, like this this old guy I was punching earlier because he cut he cut me up on the A thirty eight. This old guy I was punching earlier at the at the petrol station. He's like, and he I, when I started punching, I realised he had an extra Chiefs rugby shirt on, and he knew who I was, and he said, "It's you. I know who you are." If any people knew what you were really like, um, but I I made sure he he died. I got, killed him so that no, you can't tell anyone, and that is the key, isn't it? leave no leave no trace you cut all ties it's i listen to enough crime podcasts and cia and fbi podcasts secret service stuff to know that you tie up all the loose ends and he's probably a nice enough old bloke but do you think i'm rubbing off on you a bit with all these crime podcasts you're listening to yep do you know um i got a really good one from um our friend presenter ross harris loves a beard weak chin uh, big fan of the pod. Um, he gave me one from BBC Sounds. And now BBC Sounds don't do bad podcasts. Mm. That's just a given. Um, I'm listening to one mm. of them called Paradise. <gasps> mm. Oh, what's that now? Well, I'm not sure what's going to happen. And I'm not spoiling it for you by, by telling you this, but there's a murder of uh, a man and a lady in their 20s. Um, I think <sighs> it's around in the 1970s. And it's... Um, they get murdered by uh, a man uh, who is a captain of a, a little makeshift boat, really, a yacht that's sailing around, and he does it in front of his two boys. And oh, no. Yeah, so now fast forward to 2019, and there's uh, 
the boys have been interviewed about this murder. So I, I'm not actually sure which way it's going to go, um, whether he's found to be innocent or what. Uh, but it's really intriguing so far. It's called Paradise on BBC Sounds. You'll enjoy it. Um, I finished uh, Crypto Queen. Good, isn't it? Yeah, well, when I say finished, it's finished. I'm hoping there's more episodes and we find Dr. Yeah. Rouge. There will be more. Igratola. That's really good. I I just finished listening to Matt, Mark Lambert from uh, Quinn's put me on to um, Intrigue, the rat line, the rat line, which is about... Um, Germany loses the Second World War, the Nazi party collapses, suddenly all the sen- lots of senior Nazis are wanted for crimes, war crimes, crimes against humanity. Some of them kill themselves, some of them are caught and punished, others yeah. just are never seen again. And it turns out there is this intricate sort of web, this system of individuals in certain places that basically get them out of Germany and get them out of Europe and get them away from the spotlight. Yeah. Um, it's bloody good. And I've been in the car a bit recently and i've i'm a few episodes now into wind of change which is a podcast investigating whether the song the scorpions massive global hit wind of change which you'll have heard on magic a hundred times was in fact written by the cia okay in an attempt to uh influence popular culture in communist russia amazing it's really really good Mm. I love it. Very interesting. Um, well, I'm going to have a go at that, but you have a go at Paradise. Now, oh, yeah. We I have mean, to get straight into it, mate. I mean, that's enough of the small talk now. And that's yeah. enough foreplay. Um, Owen Farrell. Let's just go Owen Farrell, red card. Go on. You'll Give me your view. Let me guess. Um, it wasn't a red and everyone's gone, game's gone soft. Go on. Legal tackle, mate. <laughs> Player dips. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the ball carrier's got to have some accountability. That's what I'm waiting to come from you. <laughs> All the emphasis is on the defender. Um, nah, right, mate. Mate. Bad one. Very yep. bad one. Um, one of the worst. Yeah. Um, I've seen for a while. Uh, is it Charlie Atkinson? Ten? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... You you can't condone that. It's going to be a lengthy ban, that's for sure. Um, I mean, he's taken a lot of abuse on there, and that's a lot of it is down to previous tackles. Really, you you know, there's there has been a few. Let's be honest. Yep. Um, his tackle yep. technique isn't the greatest, but he wants to hurt you when he tackles. He wants to hit hard. That's what gives him the edge. And you know, people will say, "Ah, oh, he's England captain." Should set an example, right? What he's done is bad. Um, what about Jono? Yeah, exactly. What he's done it isn't great. I loved him. Yeah. Let's move on. That's what gives him the edge. That's what makes him the hard-nosed warrior that he is and the competitor that he is. You take that away from someone, then you're taking sort of 50% of their game away. Yeah, it's bad, but everyone does them. It was one of the, it was on the higher scale of bad. Um he's going to get a ban. Let's move on. He's a great player. He's a yeah, great it, leader. Yeah. And if anything, I, I think it will teach him. Sorry. sorry, mate. If anything, it will teach him. I know I was sort of stopping there for let you go, but I was just carrying on a little bit further. If anything, you know, he'll learn from it really, and he'll probably dis- discipline himself a little bit better. What I think as well is that he's had too much time to think about it when he's kicked that ball and he's chased it. He's been lining up Atkinson for a good sort of three or four seconds, and he's been thinking about how he's going to hit him, swing the arm, and he's gone way too high, and it's very bad. Um, so. Probably going to get eight to 12 weeks. Um, move on. Nightmare for Saracens, nightmare for England, but stuff happens. Yeah, I I, I think there's... Um, lots of people are outraged by it. Lots aren't. But I think there is, is an odd thing where it's like, you know, Jono... It's a funny... Like, Jono, I know the, the game's changed, but someone like Jono was... He got done a lot. He did bad stuff. He chinned people. He, you know, smacked smack most of us at one point. But because it's Jono and he's a second row and all that, they love him. And probably because he won the World Cup, that helps. Um, but there's an odd thing where maybe it's because the game's changed, but people don't seem as inclined to find it. You know, Jono overstepped the mark at times. Owen has overstepped the mark at times. Mm. But people seem far less inclined to like him, even though Jono was not terribly... He is now. He's wonderful with the press, but he he wasn't terribly friendly to the press. He wasn't terribly outgoing unless you're in his sort of you know his sort of immediate group so he didn't he didn't he wasn't interested in making people he didn't know his friends which I quite admired um 
it's a funny thing. I think it and people who read Twitter and listen to this stuff, they often hear or read exactly what they want to. What I'm not doing is saying that what he did was okay. But I oh, do find it odd. I do find it odd that Jono was adored for it and certain players are adored for it and look back on as legends who were wonderful players, but ultimately violent at times, you know. Owen Farrell is not given any slack at all. And for a tackle like that, you can't be. It, it genuinely, not that this is the point, but I, I love what Lee Blackett said after the game. He said, you know, Owen is a great player and whatever, but he never ever steps the mark. He's just, he's, I'm paraphrasing, he just got it wrong. We all know he's a good bloke and a great player. And I think players buy into that, except I saw a couple of... Um, Premiership players online saying, like Lima Sopoanga said, it's a dog hit, which is like a basically, I think, a coward's hit from behind. Yeah, like a blindside. Whatever. Yeah, like which a king was. hit, they it call was. it in Australia, I think. It was. And I think, yeah, my, overall, it, it was a horrible, it was a mistake, but it's a horrible, horrible tackle. And it'll cost Saris, it'll cost England, it'll cost Owen himself, but I, it was awful. <laughs> I mean, mm. it was awful. But mate, it's, look, I mean, he's going to get a punishment to go along. Yeah. With the severe, severe it made me feel a bit uneasy point. watching so, him yeah. wear it in the jaw and hit the deck like that. I was I'm like, glad that, but it's just, you know. I'm glad Atkinson's all right. I mean, that's the main thing, you know. It's yeah, gotcha. Because it, it does look bad, but um, yeah, I mean, that's what happens, you know. Yeah, heat of the battle, you know. Yeah, you don't know what's going through his head. There's might be an element of frustration. Um, there's an element of wanting to get one over on your on your opposite number as well. So, you know, rugby's a physical game. Um, you want to put physical hits in, but what he's done there is is horrendous. So there we are. Yeah, he's, co- he's cocked it up, and he. Yeah, everyone's all right. We so. move on. Have you yeah. seen Jovac Nokovic? Have you seen the incident with him? He gets kicked out of no um, Grand Slam in New York. You haven't seen it. Where have you been, mate? No, living in the cage. Uh, Devon and Cornwall. Okay, so I'm going to have to tell you now. It's it's all over social media. Um, tennis players often take three balls, right? And um, He's he's hit one back to the ball girl or ball boy on the floor, as normal tennis players do. The second one, he's hit in the direction of the lineswoman. I think that's what they're called. Uh, head height. Uh, and the lineswoman is sort of in the middle of the court, basically, right? So he, in the ball girls are in the corners, right, on boys. He's hit one hard out the middle of the bat straight into her throat. Oh. She goes down. He gets disqualified. Um, oh and I suppose that the talk is, you know, if you if you hit um, one of the line judges like that, it's automatic disqualification. It was it was a bad yeah. one in terms of where it hit her right in the face. It, it wasn't like a serve or a volley um, or a smash, but he's hit it, you know, fairly fast at a automatic disqualification so he gets disqualified and it's there's a lot of you know did he do it on purpose didn't he um you know was it intentional and unintentional but the fact is whether it's intentional or not he's hit the ball head high into the middle of the court where he knows there's a line judge um you know the the ball girls and ball boys in the corners of the court he's hit it it's not even bounced he's hit it on the full um head high and and it's connected with her it's in her direction he knows she's going to be there so it's just ridiculous you know, brain fart, whatever you want to call it, but there's certainly an intention there to to hit it her way. Otherwise, why? I've just seen it? it, and and oh. also he's done it earlier on in the game, and he wasn't warned about it as well. Um, there is an element of frustration there because I think his serve got broke. Um, so, yeah, it's not great. He's he's had a bit of a temper in the past, and then it's brilliant. Then you know you got people retweeting. Um, interviews that have previously come out where a reporter asked him about his, his aggression on the court and throwing tennis rackets and is Djokovic worried that, you know, he's going to cause someone damage or his racket's going to hit someone and he's just laughing it off. Um, and now it's come back to bite him a little bit. But um, he's out. He's out, which is a shame because he was, um, was going to win it, basically. He, Yeah, it's bad. I've seen it. Mm. Oh, it's bad. Hmm. He's definitely given it a whack because he's annoyed. In the direction definitely. as well. Come on. In the direction Yeah, of course well. he has. And where the ball girl is is a total different direction. And he's middled it 
straight in and he's he's done it previously in the in the game it's hit the advertising board but he wasn't warned oh um so he's hit it in that direction you know if you're hitting it in that direction you gotta there's gonna be consequences that possibly you might hit someone so there we are he's out of there cripes mm. blimmin hell <sighs> there we are there you are there um, you are boy that is interesting that yeah but anyway that so moment of madness similar to what you call it Owen Farrell mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and Owen Farrell's going to get banned Djokovic's going to get banned I yep. mean yep. Yep. that's it isn't it um, before we get into the Gallagher and the, and the Pro 14 um, I know you've been busy and you're on holiday mode but did you at all you just have to watch the highlights even if you didn't see it all but do you watch North v South yeah thoughts my thoughts are that I know there was nothing on the game, um, mm. but we in the Northern Hemisphere and Australia and South Africa are miles apart from New Zealand. If they get it right, they're just going to put 50 points on, on most teams. That was, that was rugby we're not used to seeing really up here. Um, in the Northern Hemisphere, it's it's the way I'd love rugby to be played. It was fast. It was it was up tempo. It was incredible offloading skills, like the skill set, the basic skill sets, and even the uh, the non basic advanced skill sets are way higher. You might get three or four players in your team, you know, like a Casey Laulala at the Blues or a, a Sunny Bill, which are able to do, you know, the offloading out the back, the no look passes. All of that sort of stuff that we, we saw in that game, but not a whole team. I thought it was a phenomenal game of rugby, and you know, I'm just glad Lions aren't touring there next year. I just want them to make it a series. Um, Ardi Surveyor said they should make it a state of origin yeah. and do a three a three game series. Like, please do that. The thing with the state of origin, though, that you know, originally that was you know where where a player was born, you know, and, and he represented that area. Yeah, but. It's a little bit different now, isn't it? Because players move around a lot more from, from their yeah. birthplace from where they grew up to different teams. Um, so you, you might lose a little bit of the history, really. And, um, yeah, and, and you know, the, the emotion that comes with playing for, you know, the, the side of the country you're born on. Uh, but it was phenomenal. It's phenomenal. You never see... Like, if you did North v South in the, Premier, in the Gallagher Premiership, or you did sort of... East versus West with with Wales, you wouldn't see a game like that. No way near. No way near. You're, you're dead right. And it it watching it watching it made me think to myself: playing against New Zealand is. I mean, let's not forget England battered them in the semi final, so it's doable. Yeah. But it's so often about trying to. I think one of the reasons England battered them was because England didn't pay almost any respect or maybe the ultimate respect actually they paid to how good New Zealand are by absolutely attacking them the whole way and mm. I think so much of playing against New Zealand is trying to limit what they can do because it seems like it seems like such an unqualified thing to say but they are just so much more skillful as a as a rule we have players who are as skillful as their players you know yeah. I watched Danny Kerr the other night and I on Sunday, and I, 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 is there a lot he couldn't do with a rugby ball? There Cipriani, isn't. He just looked fantastic. Yeah, um, loads of these players. Marcus Smith is a mm. you know what a talent, but they just have loads of them, yeah, absolutely loads of them, and hardly anyone lives there. It's madness. Mm. At least like with football, at least there's loads of people in Brazil. So you can understand why they've got so many good footballers. It's yeah, kind I mean, it's of a similar. It's a similar population, I think, to Wales, around sort of three point three, three point four million. But that quality, you know, that's the number one and the number two team in the world. But when I say look, they get it right, when they get it right, they get it right. They do slip yeah. up. Um, we've seen that, you know, in previous World Cups, um, you know, but when it when it clicks for them, they're a point where they actually are unstoppable because what they do is, yeah. is so clear. Like to the point where you look at a defence and you think, right, what am I going to do here? I have to hold for this player because if I don't hold for them, the spaces are going to open up. He's going to be put through. They just create like natural overlaps. And when they yeah. offload, like they were doing then, that's you can't defend against that. You can't defend against offloads. It's carnage. And you can't defend yeah. against pace. So It's carnage. Um, quite a bit of that. It was it was fabulous to watch. And um, back to the Prem and the uh, Sales Sharks have made a couple of interesting signings. Rob Webber's come out of retirement. Um, he's back to the end of the season, just so they've 
cover off uh, options at hooker just in case. And they signed Cobus Viso, who's a second row back row from South Africa. And that means that takes the number of South Africans in the team to 10. They've now got 10 South Africans. Are they new, the new Saris, David? The new Saris fella. Mm. Um, talking about South Africa, our bespoke tour seems to have gone down pretty well. Uh, we're doing a yeah. Zoom call a little bit later on it. Um, now, we, we mentioned that uh, this isn't available to everyone. You won't be able to find it on the website. But if it is of interest to you, contact myself or David um, via all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Bebo, MySpace, Grindr, whatever whatever format you're on, uh, we mm. will reply to you within 24 hours. And, um, you know, we will vet you thoroughly. We will... We got a couple of mates in the police force. Background um, checks, you called it, didn't you? LAPD, and uh, we'll do our due diligence to make sure you're the, you're the right fit. Um, and you quite possibly could be in for a trip of a lifetime. Okay, not my words. The words of Matt Powell, ex Worcester Warriors, second choice scrum half, Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it seems it seems to. Have Gone down quite nicely. Um, quite a few uh, ex-internationals have come out of the woodwork asking if we need a hand and can they come. Um, one ex-international um, has, has offered to get on board and take us global, his words. Who's that, mate? I won't name him. I won't name him. Um, he but he's book? one of the has good he ones. Has book out? No, he's out actually, he must have. He must have, yeah. Is it coming uh, out soon? It's, it's not Dylan. It's not Joe. <laughs> everyone's got a book out. Everyone's got a book out. Um uh, so yeah, I think it probably is coming out soon. But he said he can take us global. I said too late, mate. We're there. We're Form, there, fella. Former back row, maybe. Don't know. Yeah. Can't say. Yeah, yeah. Couple of haircuts um, left. What? Mm. Yes, yes. I don't but think he one was of the a, good guys. I don't remember him being a lion, mate. So he probably wouldn't suit our brand. <laughs> yeah, not like me and you. you. Well, you went in '92. We know that. Yeah, '93 New Zealand. Yeah, I did my best work. Yeah. Um, right. So. To that end, um, people don't know this at home, but in half an hour, Shanko and I have got a, uh, a Matt Powell. I've got a Zoom call with um, a lot of quite a lot of potential uh, tourists. But Gangsters. we are we are vet we are vetting people. We are. This is a couple of guys who got in touch, which I absolutely understand. You know, sounds and it sounds like it would be for them, but they said this is our this is my stag do before I get married, and we said sorry, fella. I'm afraid we're, this isn't a stag do. We're not. Um, yeah, we ain't. We we will we will have a some nice a few drinks on tour. But we it's not a stag trip. Yeah, basically, um, we didn't want to take any attention away from me and you, did we? That's it. Yeah, because it's not their trip, is it? It's ours. It's, it's not the guest trip. It's our trip. It's our stag trip. You know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's celebrating a marriage to rugby. Yeah, that's it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Anyway, in the Prem, boy, uh, Bristol beat Worcester on Friday night. Now this is this is four days old at this point, so we don't. I don't think we need to do the whole going through it. But what I will say to you is this, boy. Um, 
Milani Nanai, who hit Johnny May with a horrendous high tackle a month ago and got yep. a three-week ban, was back, and he looked really sharp for Worcester, mm. which is good news for them because they lost Josh Adams and Bryce Heem last season, who are both just top of the range. Um, and Semi Randrandra was making clean breaks for fun, mm-hmm. just for fun, and they couldn't. Worcester couldn't quite deal with him. He was he only played fifty-two minutes. Be honest, and he was does jokes you, good. Does and they he remind you a little bit of me, like in my breakthrough season for Saris? Like, but let's, I remember, let's, let's just yeah. put this into context. Like, obviously, rugby now to thirty years ago is a little bit different. Um, but it's all relative, though. Yeah, but in twenty years, yeah. we'll be, are we, we going to say Randrandra was rubbish because it was twenty years ago? Of course, we're not. Mm. You know, mm. um, yeah, it's a bit. I remember you yeah. playing against yeah. um, Leicester at Welford Road. No, it's fine. It's fine. We don't. You don't. Just yes. I mean. Um, you were against Greenwood, weren't you? You remind me of Lewis Boyce taking an intercept, mate, the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you, you were playing, you were playing thirteen against Greenwood, um, and I remember like saying, "Yeah, big game, big game." And you were like, "Chill out, mate." Said, yeah, but it's Will Greenwood. You like, chill out. And you scored two or three, didn't you? Was it two or three? Seven. I don't know. Two, maybe. Two, Seven. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Two. You had a good maybe. game. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Will's career ended up going all right in rugby, so I think. Um, yeah, yeah, he did. One he did pretty well. One of the greats. Yeah, yeah the old. So, uh, yeah, old git. So, yes, fella. I'd swap with them in a they, heartbeat. Br- anyway, Bristol won. Yeah, Bristol won. Bristol won. Yeah, um, they won. So that's that, isn't it? Yeah, I watched the Northampton Exeter game. Mm. Mm. Um, Tom O'Flaherty just seems flats. They call him. Yeah, heard that in the interview after. Just yeah gets better Tom Hendrickson you mentioned him to me before you text me saying he is a lump just stood next to him and and sometimes you can't see that on the field can you because yeah I mean some people I think height helps doesn't it if you're tall you're going to look a lot bigger but he just looks thick set you know like proper heavy bone bloke you know chuck him in a pool you're gonna sink um yeah carried so hard mate you he's know, explosive. Off I the like back him. of the line out. Yeah, he's real difficult to put down. Um, is he English? I'm, I don't know too much about him. I've not heard yep. him speak. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, same as Lewis Reese Amit. Both English, young English, promising players. What? What? Lewis yeah, Reese Amit, born in Panath, mate. God. Yeah, exactly. I saw him actually doing some TV stuff at Panath Rugby Club the other day, cycle pass with the kids. Um, I, I think he saw me, but, he, you know. He's like, oh, it's Shanks. Oh, I don't want to say. I keep my head down. Um, carry on. Oh yeah, but he would be. I mean, he would be in awe of you, wouldn't he? Because presumably you're one of his bit. childhood heroes. Well, you'd like to think so, but I didn't want to put him under that pressure, you know, where he starts stumbling his words. So I just left him to it. He's doing a couple of. Oh god, yeah. Bit of video. I mean, we'll get to him in a bit because he is special. Um, tidy. But I mean, talk to me about Saints looked right, didn't they? Talk, talk to me about Kirsten, mate, because. I oh mean, yeah. To look at him, you think he's a bike mechanic. A tall, <laughs> a tall bike mechanic, you know, he's just fixing engines all day on Harleys. Yeah, he's a wild man. He's, he's a wildling. A wild man, mate. Yeah, he 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 loves whacking fellas. He just loves it. Yeah, yeah. And it heavy hits as well. Like he's not just frenetic and little. He's big with it. He just loves it. Mm. And he's been such a good signing for them because he's so he's just so destructive. He is. Like he almost has the role that Peter Stefty Toy has for the spring box. He almost has that role for Chiefs. He just goes around twatting people, yep. smashing into malls and knocking over, smashing into rucks and annihilating ball carriers and he's brutal to play against. He's absolutely brutal and the Chiefs boys love him. Yeah, I bet um, they do. I bet they do. Um he just fits he fits their style of play. But I mean, if you yeah. if you look how good Exeter Chiefs are, you know, like Don Armand's not started for a, a long time. You know, he had a good game at number. They they've got he quality. Really they've good, got I quality thought. there, and there's only a couple of teams. There's only a, a handful of teams, right? I'd, I'd class Leinster as one of these. Is that when you completely change that team around and you put ten new faces, twelve new faces, they still play the same way. You know, it's it's ingrained in them the style of play and. You know, Gar Steenson hasn't had a start for a while. You know, ran the show at ten, as you'd imagine. Uh, Dolly at thirteen, still going. And uh, you see, um, Steenson's no look pass. Yeah, loved it for the try. Loved it. Come on, Uh, yeah. Um, Come on. I tell you who I think needs more involvement, really, and I I do rate him. Is is Rory Hutchinson at Northampton Saints? I've said this from the start. He should have gone to the World Cup. Um, 
really dangerous in attack. Yeah. Know, very skillful, some great subtle touches, great at taking the ball flat, putting it back, very good carrier with bags of pace. I mean, if there's one negative, it's it's probably the actual size of him. Okay. You know, he's not a big bloke. You know, mm. if you're playing 12, you have to these days. Helps. These days, you you have to hit hard, you know, and Owen Farrell plays a lot of 12 for England, but nothing gets past him, mate, at all. Um, and, you know, you, you need a big 13 outside you, which I suppose Proctor is, but whether Scotland can, can get away with that or not. But, look, I think he needs to be in that Scotland squad for the Autumn Internationals. So actually, the end of the Six Nations, which is 31st um, of October, I, Wales. I prefer him at 13, though. Am I wrong? Um, yeah, uh, I do as well. I like him at 13, but he is quite creative. And all the yeah. plays that everyone seems to be running off 12 at the moment, you need someone that knows what they're doing. Um, and he's probably the best man for the job at the moment. You can switch around um, you know, for, for different moves, phase play the lot, but he seems to be doing all right at, uh, at 12 at the moment. Um, now, we... I'll tell you a game that I was interested in seeing, and that was Leicester Tigers versus Sale because of yeah. Manu Tuolangi coming back to his old club. Now, always the case, mate. When you have a player who plays against a former club that they've just left, he's going to have a big game. There's no doubt about that. Of course what, he is. What I loved about I think, for, for one, I, we said it last week, Sale looked better with uh, McGinty at 10. Yeah. Massive. Nice player, isn't Ma- he? Yeah, he is a yeah. nice player. Some lovely touches. Scored, scores a try. Um, himself but we got Van Rensburg and he makes a, a bit of a half break after off the back of a line out he looks fast as well he throws a ball and misses Marlon Yard it looks like a lovely ball in the end and it just misses it misses Yard but looked like he had some serious wheels now when you got him and Tuolangi in the center you know if you're Matt Scott you're just thinking oh right, got, all I'm gonna be doing all day is just front on tackles um they're, they're, they're huge. I'm, I'm, where Sale were cute, uh, this was the try that Tuilangi scored because they had to move George Ford out. They moved George Ford out to 13. I think Matt Scott moved into the 10 position, um, five metres out from the scrum. Yeah. But it's obviously pre planned. Fafterclerk comes round off the base and hits Manu Tuilangi, who all he wants is a one on one with Ford. So they've actually picked out Ford prior to the move yeah. to say, this is the move yeah. we're running. They create, because the decoy is really good, they create a one on one. Um, George Ford has to try and tackle Manu Tuolangi run at full pelt five minutes out there's going to be only one winner and just thought it was yeah. really cute little play there that they've actually spent time analysing which all teams do as to where a weak tackler a weak number 10 stands off um, you don't always execute you can plan no. all you want but lo- lots of teams plan and don't actually execute it exact amundo uh, Denny Solomona looks as fast as anything yeah he's rapid um, I, think, I, I think you're right I think Rohan Jansen van Rensburg his acceleration is brutal for such yeah. a big guy. What disappointed me a little bit with Leicester is just the amount they kick. Like, they obviously wanted to put a little bit of pressure on Luke James, but when you're kicking off line out on the halfway line, you know, if, if an up and under during the game, I mean, sometimes the start of the game, this is when you do it, you know, you, you want to test a fullback, you want to test his nerve, you put an up and under up and you get a couple of big units chasing him, you know, you see where his heart's at or where his rear's at more so. Um, mm. you know, whether he needs to get on the butchers, buy some guts. But <laughs> but Leicester, Leicester just kicked. I love, I love that one. It's a brilliant one, isn't it? <laughs> Leicester just kicked so much ball up in the air. And that's just because I don't think they had many options out the back. You know, it's kicking is a massive part of the game. I get that. But when an up and under is your only option, really, off an attacking line out, a half, you know, at the halfway line, which is a good area to attack in, then something's not right. Um, yeah. And when you've got yep. your England nine and ten, um, you know, p- calling the moves, I, I just think you've got Nandolo on one wing, you know, you've got a Scottish international at 12. I just think... They should offer a little bit more, but I suppose that shows you where uh, Leicester are at the moment, really. You know, yeah. Just trying to get through the season. Um, scrunch it up, rip it up, chuck it away, start again. Yeah, I was, I was thinking like, I don't know if I said it on the highlight show or not, but it, the highlight show's not out yet, but it's almost like Dirt has asked me, you know, do do Leicester just want the season to end? I think, well, they probably 
don't because they're competitive people. And for Steve Borthwick, it is really useful for him to see all these people play when there's nothing at risk except pride. They can't go down. But otherwise, Christ, I mean, it is brutal for them. They are they 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 need to start again, and they're only going to get a few weeks off before the next season starts. Yeah. So I don't know what changes you can really make. No, but it's at that point. It's you sort of put the season to bed, though, don't you? Forget about it. You move on. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and sometimes that helps. It's like Lee Blackett, you know, in charge of what's what, what's he done differently to Die Young? Probably not a lot, yeah. really. But it's just a change of voice. It's um, you know, it's a bit of a realization check, I think, for players, for staff, and all of a sudden. You know, they, they seem to have turned it around a little bit. Um, we'll get on to them in a minute, but favourite game of the weekend, uh, Gloucester, London Irish. Uh, partly yeah. because we actually see, again, how quick Reece Samet is. I know. Mate, it, you know, he's he's not pulling away from a, a centre or a 10 or, or a back row, you know. He's pulling away from a winger. I think he's pulling away from Collins. Uh, Hassel Collins. Hassel Collins, who's quick. And, yeah, and he's pulling away at a rate of knots. It's it's incredible, and it's not as if he takes a ball at full pace either. You know, he takes it, then has to go as well. But it's phenomenal. And I, I had to put a tweet out there saying, surely, like, you know, his trial period in, in the Welsh squad is over. You know, he has to start. He has to yeah. be full-time now because... He, he can't do much more, really, I don't think. I think we, we realise at the moment he's certainly a winger, maybe not a 15. I don't think he has the, the kicking game for a 15. Um, you know, you, you want him in those areas. You know, often 15s aren't in those areas coming round, um, mm. hitting the arc on the outside. They're normally the ones hitting the straight line off that arc, and I think that's where he yeah. can do... The, the Lee Byrne line. Yeah, that's where he can do most damage. What yeah. I tell you what was a, a bit of skill that went a little bit unnoticed as well was for Ollie Thorley's try. The hands from Mark Atkinson. Oh. Mate, I mean, there wasn't... Picked so good. One. That's such a hard pass to give because normally you've got a bit of time to, to square up defenders, put it back behind yep. your 13 to your 10. He has no time. That's just quick hands. Uh, and that just creates a space for Thorley to come round. And, mate, he's a big lump Thorley. I, is there a... You know, is there a harder runner than him in the Premiership in the backs? He's Mike, brutal, Mike Brown's yeah. up there, but he's probably a bit stronger. But than thought, but Thorley's bigger, bigger and quicker. Yeah, actually, so it makes it more difficult. But yeah, they're both they're both incredibly determined runners. A bit like well, Tiamana Harrison's the hardest ball carrier in the Premiership. Yeah, the most aggressive, but but he doesn't move at quite the rate of those two. But Reece Samet is just so exciting to watch, and I think if you because you know his teammate Johnny May would be your first choice winger for England at the moment. You've got Think about Johnny May when he came onto the scene. What he was was very, very quick, yeah, and very, very keen and game, you know. But there was it. It took a it took learning and experience and dedication to make him what you'd call close to a complete winger now. Yeah, I agree. Lewis Rees Samet in his first five games was running intelligent lines, getting great offloads away, fielding high balls. Like he looked like it was almost. It was like when James Hook started playing. I know he's quicker and they're different positions and all that. And he was a Hook was like Hook. He was like a a creative player really. And Reece Samet's more of a finisher. But I watched him and just thought James Hook looked like he'd been at the top level for years, mm. right at the start because he had really experienced players scared and he looked relaxed about scaring them. That's yeah. kind of yeah. I... Lewis Reece Samet is so. I mean, he might not be the specimen that Thorley is, but Christ, he is some player. But also with Johnny May, like his his error count when he first sort of broke through was quite high and he'd be susceptible to the odd sort of quite glaring error or huge mistake. Not anymore though. You know, he's very low error count um, and his knowledge of the game is, is massively increased. He's, he's had to adapt hugely and that's what makes him, you know, one of the, one of the best wingers there is very impressed with London Irish, a lot better than we've yes. seen recently. I know they've lost so the game, much better, but Love watching Ben Loder, proper operator out in the wide channel. Yeah, he's played good. Played yeah, played yeah we like him, don't Quite we? like seeing him in the centre. Um, Paddy Jackson. How would you? 13? Yeah, Paddy Jackson looks like he was firing a fair bit. You've got Nick Phipps um, at yep. nine. Plenty of experience. But um, Augustine Creevy, you know, just... I mean, he would star in... in a, if I was going to make a film, he would star in it. And he wouldn't be the good guy. Yeah. Well, he'd be the enforcer. He is like, he's such an Argentinian rugby player because 
he's strong and tough and only the good only the best is good enough. Was you giving milky you bars out? Was he? But it's like yeah, but it's mm. just like it's just like when you play with a like play with even with Roberto Grau in the old days, and then um, Fernandez Lobe played at Bath, and you know all these guys, and it's like you you play these guys, and they just have a little bit of rogue about them, so yeah. they're more than happy to get to the back of a breakdown where everyone in the team is assessing their options and they just pick it up with one hand and lob out an underhand or an overhand pass to someone and it goes wide and someone's in in the corner like Creevy did and it's like they have a little bit of rogue I played in a game where uh, Ignacio Fernandez lobby put a box kick in mm. he used to do box kicks in training he was a quite slightly overweight second row mm. he put box kicks in and you're like well what are you doing Nacho what are you doing and it's hey was it a bad kick well no it's a good kick no. well shut up no. then you know, that's yeah. a good point. I like Fafter Clerk's um, drop kick just off the cuff. Old school, wasn't it? From nine. Oh, brilliant. That is class. Brilliant bit of kit. Um, so confident. Yeah. Now, there was two semi finals in the Pro 14, Leinster and Munster. Didn't really miss much there in that game. Um, Murray Kinsella, um, he's an, an Irish journalist, reporter, does a lot of analysis, and he picked up a really good point about just the Leinster wings had like double the amount of ball that the Munster wings yeah, had. Yeah, I saw that. I yeah. like Murray's stuff. I always yeah. like his messages. He's good. He, he picked bright, out bright. like a, yeah. a nice bit of analysis out of a, a pretty ordinary game, but the, the, the Leinster juggernaut just keeps rolling. It's it's that good. Yep. Um, you know, I can't see them losing in the final. Um, they're playing Ulster. Now, Ulster, uh, Edinburgh, was a was a proper edge-of-your-seats game. Um, might, yeah. not ha- might not have the skill level that maybe we're used to seeing in some of the big games in the, in the Gallagher, maybe, or or certainly down south um, in New Zealand, as we, we've seen a lot, because obviously their league's gone um, on a little bit more. So, you know, it takes a little bit of time possibly to, to find your form. But, I mean, one guy in Edinburgh that I have to highlight is Duan van der Merv. He is just, he's a massive unit, right? He's yeah super quick. He often takes the ball into contact like a Fijian, like in one hand. Um, never ever gets sort of nailed in a tackle, always stays on his feet, always takes two or three players to get that. He's a proper, proper handful. And he was sort of the shining light of Edinburgh in the first half. He's just phenomenal athlete, um, so dangerous and, and quick as well. And you, you, you look at him, you think, right, you're, you're a big bloke. You're like a James Small, you know, that type of size, you know, for South Africa many years ago. But yeah, he's got proper wheels. And when he runs, he runs like a sprinter as well. You know, that's that annoys me that, you know, it's just like, oh, well yeah. done. Well done. You've, you've been a Margot Wells as well, have you? <laughs> yeah, he's got his knees up though. And you say, you're going to get knocked out every other time you tackle him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, came down to the wire and, uh, and Edinburgh were, were leading pretty well at one stage. But there was a couple of tries from Ulster, a couple of pushover tries. Heron and Andrew um, score tries. Now, um, it was uh, John Andrews scored a a driving line-out try, and he's like, it, unbelievable hair. Schwarzetsky, you know, type of, yeah. of hair, you know. Um, looked amazing, looked amazing. Scores a try, but then, you know, that brings it to to uh, 1917 to Edinburgh, and uh, on the bench, who's just come on, is Ian Madigan, for Ulster, formerly of Leinster and a few other clubs, really. Nails it Bristol. from the touchline. Nails it from the touchline. And that's, that's a, I wouldn't say it's a high pressure kick because no one expects him to get it because it's right on the touchline. But he nails it, mm. goes all the way through. F- fantastic kick, makes it 19 all. And then there's a deliberate knock on. I can't remember who gives it for Edinburgh, but blatant, blatant. You know, you've got a player who's in the passing channel, arms out wide, ball hits it, knocked yeah. down straight away. It has to be a penalty now, no other option. Um, penalty given. And it's this is a tough kick because it's a kick that you you probably should get. Um, it's quite far out, but he's got the distance and it's it's quite straight. But the pressure is huge, you know. He's gone into eighty minutes and nails it, nails it. And all I all I you can hear in the ref mic is someone shouting at the back, "Come round, come round, come round, come round, come round," because he puts a lot of a hook on it and it it just flies yeah. over. As unbelievable scenes after, um, you know, it's. It was a great ending to a game, and Ulster through to the Pro 14 final. I yeah, I'm always um, almost like I don't know Ian Madigan, but chuffed when he 
because he, you know, he went from being caught a hot stuff to still being hot stuff, but basically being on the bench at Bristol. And yeah, you you speak to lads off the record, and they're just like, mate, he is just the best guy in this squad. Everyone loves him. He's really good, even when he doesn't get picked. And then when you pick him, he's awesome. Boys just love him, and you see like coaches here and there, and like, oh mate, he's a legend. And yeah. then he does something brilliant like that, and you see lads coming out from everywhere saying, "Yes, Mads," you yeah. know, like that, that's a good it sign. Says it says a lot about it says a lot about the boys that when when players don't have to come out and say something and they do. I think I met him once clearly a, in um, doing some corporate stuff in Dublin for Ireland v Wales a couple of years ago, and uh, we were in a box doing a typical Q&A and I've gone in and I've got a shirt top button done up shirt hanging out skinny jeans on pair of trainers Standard. and a blazer right and uh, I said hello to him and he's just looked me up and down he's just I just got the nod like that ah, I like you he sort of said <laughs> under his breath I think <laughs> <laughs> you're my kind of old man you you still dress like a teenager too nice one <laughs> our um our cameraman at uh, Channel Five show. He's he listens to this podcast. He's a Kiwi. He's like he's like five foot four, five foot five. He looks like he's had his teeth knocked out, put back in, knocked out, put back in. He's got teeth like a bag of chips, like knickknacks. He looks fit. He looks fifty five. He's scrawny little bloke, um, hanging bit of kit, and he wears three quarter length skateboarding jeans. Those DC shoes, whatever they are, the borders shoes. Yeah. Baseball caps on backwards and like Stussy t-shirts. Yep. It's like, mate, you are comfortably 40, 40 years too old to be wearing that. But he won't have it. He won't have it. Thinks that's his style. So mm. come on, fella. Chino's in a check shirt for you, boy. Goes home, like to watch Point Break every day. <laughs> Back off, war child. <laughs> um, one, game, one game we forgot to mention, by the way. We'll we don't have the game. to mention, we don't need to them mention all, them all. But Bath were particularly good at Quinn's. They were very, they were very, very dominant at mm. Quinns, and they've got this little thing going now at Bath. Not a little thing; they've got a bit of form going now, where they just bully people up front, yep. bully them, and then Reese Priestling kicks the points, yep. and it is working really nicely. They lost to Wasps, not probably helped by Abano and Will Stewart being depowered. Uh, the scrum was going uncontested. Ultimately, maybe, maybe not, but they've got they've picked up. 20 points from a possible 25 and since restart and they are looking really good um yeah I, really really strong that I pack is brutish those um, props are mega mcconaughey straight after the uh, marchant try i thought that yeah. was a, a lovely finish and also um rocket aguni steps um who does he step? Step? nathan what? earl gets on the outside and just puts Bath in a great position. You know, they've got some... That step, mate. I know. He but moves fully a metre and a half to one side. I like. had to Google this guy now, um, Cameron Redpath, because I thought there is no way that is Brian's son. He's way too big. He's I way know. too physical. It's not Brush's son. His dad could fit in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> started being up his dad from like the age of 12. Um, <laughs> started wearing his clothes at 10. Um, but uh, playing really nicely for Bath. And just a couple of things you notice. You know, one of the... One of the Quins made a break. I think it was Brett Heron off a set piece, but he just gets in. He just gets his hands on the ball, just fights for it, just a second, just to slow that Harlequin's ball down a little bit and allow um, allow Bath to just get back in a better defensive position. But some of the offloads, it's just he looks like a classy player. So I've enjoyed watching him, and he he just there's a level of improvement every week, which I love seeing. You know, so it's. 5% on last week and again and again he just keeps building and that comes with a bit of confidence um, and he seems to be playing well at 12 mate um, so yep. you know whatever whatever you've done Brush to your son I mean you must have you must have given him to someone else to coach um, and, and to lead him and to, to give him um, to give him encouragement or, or whatever um, you know uh, someone to footsteps to follow because it certainly wasn't you no, it definitely wasn't. I think you're dead right on that. Um, ben Spencer's made, made a huge difference as well, mate, to Bath. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, he's class. And, yeah. and the the one sort of big break that Redpath made was actually off... Uh, it wasn't off a set play. It was off Miles Reed, Young back rower offloads it, and it's a lovely offload and all that. But it's funny now, you're watching... I guess it was always the way, you know, Twas ever thus. But you watch a player make a big meandering break now, and you just think, defensive penalty, defensive penalty coming, defensive penalty coming, bang, defensive yeah. penalty. 
There we are. You're like, it's so hard now to retain the ball unless you've got two or three lads around you. Um, but, you know, I do, I do think that slowly but surely we are seeing these tweaks to the breakdown laws actually freeing up the game a bit. I think I we so. are getting there. I hope so. Yeah, now, Flats, we have to fly f- through some questions, okay, because we, we've put a few out there. Um, Hugh Ralph. Okay. Um, can Lewis re-Samit be that quick with only two legs? You spelt Lewis wrong for one, Ralph. Um, Ralph. So kind of if take you seriously. Name. Yeah. Um, we've had a joke as well from Matthew Bunker. Um, it's quite a good one. I liked it anyway. So okay. Yeah. Enter new password, chicken. Password must contain a capital. Chicken Kiev. I found out the other day yeah. that it's actually pronounced Kiev. Okay. Well, I'm going, I'm still saying Kiev, right? Yeah, me uh, too. Um, what do you think Christian Wade will do next? Do you think he'll come back? Got to be quick. Nope. Okay. I reckon he'll go and play rugby in uh, somewhere else. Maybe he'll play with his good old mate, Chris Robshaw. I don't know if they're mates. Maybe. Maybe in knows? California. They've probably heard yeah. of each other. Um, Flats, give us some clarification on the laws about losing a player and having to go to uncontested scrums. That's from Bill Mitchell. I should just mention that um, Stuart HS um, mentioned Christian Wade. But give us some clarification on uncontested scrums quickly because we've got a Zoom call, all right? <laughs> Yeah, right. So you uncontested scrums through injury. So so you if you a couple of front row players go off through injury, neither of the one who neither of them come back on. So you are left with insufficient players that can play in their respective positions in the front row. Then you go uncontested scrums, but you lose a player. So you go down a player. Um but so you go down to that is your punishment for taking it uncontested, so to speak. But if I believe if one or both of the let's call them hookers or front rowers who have gone off with they have, have HIAs, you don't lose a player. So you aren't penalised for losing players to HIA, but you are and taking it uncontested. But you are penalised effectively by losing a number for taking it uncontested when they're not HIAs. Okay, Martin Fairbrace, Farbrace with Farrell's red card and Quinn's having fans back in the stands. How would you get on on Celebrity MasterChef? Probably all right, actually. You or me? Well, both of us. It's not. It's not. I'd be terrible. No, you would. You'd be all right. I, I, I just sweat into. I just sweat into the peas. Yeah, but I reckon we'd see a greater improvement from you because I'm quite high already. You know, so yeah, it's like losing weight. You know, it's it's going to fly off you rather than it would me. So they're going to yeah. see the benefits from you straight away. Um, I think we've yeah. covered Lee Blackett. What he's done right? At, no, we haven't actually. What's he done right? Do we know? Uh, no idea. No. Um, no idea. I think it's probably fresh voice. I think it gives the team a lot of freedom. I think they have a lot of fun. Um, you just, yep. eat, you know, and it's probably much easier all round having Lee Blackett because they won't have to specially make a blazer for the season number ones, will they? What they can just give? Well, die, his dice. They, have, they, give, they can just give him an XL. No, because wow. die, die would have needed his own one made, making, wouldn't he? Didn't want to say. Um, right, this just is the last back. one. His back so wide. Last, last, last one now. Uh, went to a fancy dress party as a small Italian island the other day. Mrs. told me, don't be Sicily. Thank you very much. That's all right. That is the end of this podcast. That's all right. Sorry you're going to have to Yes, it is. Um, Flats and I have got a Zoom call now. It's a shame you can't all join us. I'll tell you what we'll do soon. We'll do an Instagram live and we'll record a pod as well for you. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. Hey, good luck, everyone. Keep blimming going for Christ's sake, all right? God bless you. And God bless Robin Hood. God bless you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.